Final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's football commentary. They won the goal kick. The Everton fans are angry. They've got no need to be angry. We've gone past the three added minutes and they've got the best ever result, Harry, for the manager at the race course. The final whistle goes and you can hear what the Wrexham fans think of that. A final score of Wrexham nil, Hereford United 2. Wrexham fans are angry and, and to be honest, in the second half, they've got every right to be really. Wrexham worked hard but they were caught out, caught napping twice at the back and beaten by a side that only had two shots in the entire game. But the fact of the matter is that they had two chances and they took them both. Wrexham huffed and puffed, really didn't create very much and once more Brian Carey and Steve Beaver just like last season find themselves facing something of a crisis because they've got now a fortnight off to try and raise a side which really went down to a pretty mediocre looking Hereford side here the first half was virtually devoid of incident Matty Doan looked very very promising in the first 20 odd minutes and went one terrific burst on the left hand side and pulled it back to Neil Roberts who sliced his shot badly from 8 yards out the only other opportunity really came at the closing stages of the match. A ball played into the goal from a corner. Something of a scramble and hope from eight yards out. Planted in an on-target header, which wasn't really the most difficult save by Brown. But it was tricky for him in the sense that there were players in the front of him. He had to wait till the last second before parrying it and it was shoveled away to safety. And the only other really instance of note in the first half was another injury to Steve Evans. who's becoming worryingly injury prone now. He was caught and landed awkwardly on his ankle after winning a header and he had to go after the 17 minutes Sean Pedrick replaced him it was the first half which really was, was moribund in the extreme and it was hard to see a half time where another goal would uh, any goals would come from but Wrexham did up the tempo at the start of the second half and had a couple of chances Mark Jones stepped in a, a free kick which Proctor met at the near post but missed hit badly across the face of goal and then Wrexham had a wonderful opportunity from a four on two break but flew Allen on the right hand side cut inside and wasted it by driving it against the defender that came across to block it rather than playing the ball across that profligacy was put into stark relief in the 52nd minutes when with pretty much Hereford's first series attack of the match they took the lead Robinson managed to break clear with his pace through the middle Anthony was raced off the line Robinson hooked it past him and then drove in a shot which Richard Hope stopped on the line with his hand it seemed but before the referee could give the red cards and the penalty up ran Chris Taylor to drive it gleefully into the empty net and the referee was satisfied with a yellow for Hope Wrexham tried to, to fight back Llewellyn ripped in a cross which Neil Roberts brought down six yards out Broadhurst the defender came across him and the whole cop and the Wrexham side shouted for handball but Phil Dowd the premiership ref didn't give it the reaction of the Wrexham players and particularly Roberts who never seems to shout for much he was convinced it was a penalty suggested that maybe it had hit the defender's hand although it was from our blind side and as Rich comes out in commentary also blind side of the referee and linesman and so it wasn't given Wrexham made a double change with Michael Carville and Avian Williams coming on replacing Mike Proctor and Chris Llewellyn two decisions which went down very badly with the crowd which was turning a bit nasty by then they were both applauded off the pitch after the decision to be roundly booze. Carvel made something of an impact on the right hand side the most promising performance Carvel's given in a Wrexham shirt he looked very sparky and within a minute or so of coming on he teed the Avian Williams the best chance of the match he tackled Rose on the edge of the area pulled it back Avian Williams six yards out really should have scored Brown spread himself well and as Avian Williams tried to hit it back across the keeper and inside the near post from six yards out 
Brown saved it with his feet, but frankly, he shouldn't have had any chance. And that glaring miss was made to look even worse in the 74th minute when, with their second real chance, well, the only second shot of the game, Halliford went 2 0 up. Easton standing in a ball to the near post. Benjamin showed good strength to hold off Hope, who maybe shouldn't have allowed him to turn, but the substitute did brilliantly to pivot and lash the ball into the roof of net from six yards out. The game was gone then, the crowds immediately started their heads for the exits. Still Wrexham huffed and puffed, Roberts laid the ball back and Avon was trying to curl it, which Wayne Brown tipped over the bar, but in all honesty, really rich. Wrexham paid the price for a lack of creativity up runs and then were caught napping. Absolutely, Mark, and it was a, it was a really unexciting game for us, wasn't it? And it goes to show how the biggest pop that they got off the crowd was the, uh, the booing at the end. It was the loudest the crowd were all game. And I, I can kind of understand that. I, 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 know what it's, I know what it's like as a fan. It, it is frustrating, especially in the way we lost today. But if we don't create chances, and if we don't take the, the chance that we created, for example, the Avon Williams chance, then we're, we're never going to win games, and we're going to be in exactly the same situation as we were last season, which would be an absolute nightmare. I don't think my heart could take it. Well, absolutely. The Hedford fans were singing going down to the Wrexham fans, and you know th- there were times in this match where it really did bring back memories of last season. It was it was quite alarming. I've got to think as well, we talk about the league being the priority. It's something that's come out of Wrexham camp a lot, and that was why we rested half the players against Aston Villa. I wonder if doing that has, has damaged our league campaign, because it surely didn't help the confidence losing 5-0, and they didn't really get running today, did they? So, and I certainly spoke about... Um, after in my blog as well, I think I mentioned it as well. That uh, if we if we were to lose today, can Carey justify even rest rest of the players on Tuesday night? Well, obviously he can't because he rested he rested his first team players, so well, half of his first team players on Tuesday night, and he's put them into the side today and we've lost. So what what what's the thinking behind that? No, it certainly didn't work did it? because it was a, a pretty limp performance against the Hereford side. Like I said, he worked extremely hard, but didn't didn't look like the sort of side they're going to be charging at the top end of the table in all honesty. So a grim afternoon at the race course. Brian Carey came out afterwards but gave no excuses to for his team. Brian, first of all, your thoughts? Yeah, bitterly disappointed. Um, uh, very ineffective today. Um, and went down on a whimper, to be honest with you. Um, I thought Hereford came and frustrated us early on. Uh, but we didn't ask him enough questions whatsoever. You had the feeling that if you were going to get anything out of it, you had to take your chances early on. Was that how you yeah, felt? Yeah, we started, we started well. And Matty Dawn particularly started well. And we did have a few chances to take, but we never didn't take them. And I think the longer that it kind of went on, they, they grew more into the game and got more confident and, um, and got the goal. And um, just like the other night when the goal went in, unfortunately, the heads went down a little bit, bit more. Stop believing what we what we're doing and stop doing what we were good at. Became very one-dimensional um, and very poor. They say that winning can be, can be a habit. Is there a danger that losing can also be a habit? Yeah, but anything becomes a habit if you do it regularly enough. And uh, you know, it's up to us to make sure that we bounce back again. The unfortunate thing is we've got two weeks to wait till, till our next game. That is a worry. You'll be playing catch-up, of course, because of the international call-ups. Yeah, well, that you know, that happens all the time. That's that's something we've just got to get on with um, and, and make sure that we we, we win the next one. Talking of international call-ups, is there any problem with Steve Evans as far as next? Possibly, yes, yeah, possibly. Um, he, he went over on his ankle again. The same injury that he had that he picked up down at Newtown. Um, the guy landed on him, uh, went over on his ankle, and. Um, so we'll have to see how he is in today today and tomorrow before he joins up at Wales on Monday. Do you see him reporting or not? 
I think it's probably unlikely. You mentioned that you've got a break. Can that be an advantage? Can you turn it to your advantage that you can regroup and start again? Yeah, well, we're always going to use the two-week break now to put some put some uh, more, more work in and, and uh, do what we should be doing. And, you know, that's even more important right now. Um, you know, the league table isn't going to look pretty at the moment, but, you know, we look at that at the end of the season. And certainly it's not the kind of reaction from the fans that you've got at, at the end. Now, the fans are entitled to their opinion. Listen, you know, probably would have booed myself if I'd been in the crowd, you know, at some of the things. But, um, you know, that's, you know, people turn up, pay the money and expect to entertain. And that's right. You know, that's what we're here for. We didn't do it today. And I totally understand their reaction. One of the bright sparks, at least, was Mike Carvel, who was very lively as a second-half substitute, but naturally he was still down about the outcome. Well, that was really disappointing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very disappointing, like, not to perform against Hartford like that today. Lackluster, no life in us, I thought, and just could have done a lot more, like, but just didn't look enthusiastic enough on the pitch, I thought. But well, unfortunately, they were down, not to maybe get a goal off Ebbian, and then we'll change the game, maybe, but it's just the way it goes, and not to bounce back. They were robust at the back, weren't they, as well? They were getting the tackles in and they were getting men behind the ball quickly. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I have to do it, isn't it? That's what we should be doing as well, like sometimes hitting harder tackles. You have to bounce back after something like that, you know what I mean? If they hit you hard, you've got to hit them back harder. So, apart from that, like, it's no excuse for not getting a result today. Maybe not a bad thing. We've got two weeks off now. We can regroup a little bit. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. I think I'd rather have a match on Tuesday and bounce straight back, like, but Swift is going away now, so come back after that, hopefully, fresh, ready. Crack on, get a better result than we got today, hopefully. So. But from a personal point of view, first time you've been involved in the team this season, and you look very, very lively, actually. You, look, you could actually spark something off. Yeah, well, I felt, felt fresh was coming on there. I've been away with Northern Iron quite a lot, so that's mainly the reason why I haven't been involved a lot. So I'm going away on Tuesday, so that's held me back a bit, but I'm glad to be back playing at wrestling now, and I just want to keep going the way I am, keep things going. Well played, and good luck on Tuesday. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thanks. Havid Boss, Graham Turner, of course, was much more upbeat. It's about the first time. Um, it, there was nothing in the game, was it? We, we got the we got the break to get the first goal and uh, looked to have a bit of confidence after that. On the you know the other occasion, we broke we broke very quickly, um, and at times we defended very well. We had to defend in numbers as Wrexham pressed for an equaliser. Uh, we've got to be delighted with the start we've had and the three points here. Um, to be with eight points now from our opening four games uh, and not one at home yet it's uh, it's, it's it's a pleasing return uh, yeah well we've got we've, we've got one or two players that uh, are very lively very quick and uh, you know we, we, we can cause a lot of defensive problems we did against Birmingham on Tuesday a strong Birmingham side so you know we've got that ability um, and for, for a change, I think we've got a fair bit of experience in there with the youngsters, and uh, it's just working out quite well for us right at the moment. Oh, I'd rather have eight points on the board than three. That's the only thing. You know, it's, it's, um, it breeds that little bit of confidence. A result like today, following on the victory at Bournemouth a couple of weeks ago, you just, you just get that little good feeling of confidence amongst the players, a little bit of belief, and uh, you need that in the side. Okay. So, two weeks off for Wrexham now, and they need to use that to regroup because that really did bring back memories of last season, something which Wrexham certainly can't afford. We are Rich Holmes and Mark Rivers and the Wrexham Supports Association's Football Commentary. Final Whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's Football Commentary.